My name is Jeff Dowdle, and I've been a licensed firearm dealer for the last 15 years. In this podcast, we talk about all things related to the Second Amendment, as well as something going on in the news or a sports story or anything else that I might find interesting. So welcome, welcome, welcome. In this podcast, we have talked about a variety of things that are threats to the Second Amendment, whether it is activist gun-grabbing groups, leftist politicians, governors, judges, the ATF, Corporate entities, all of them have a threat to our, our Second Amendment rights and using various means to, to, to attack it. One of the most recent was the story, you know, we talked about this several months ago, but it finally came to reality last week when it was reported that Discover was actually going to start tagging their credit card transactions that involve gun purchases. So there's another way that A corporate entity is starting to attack our Second Amendment by really just starting to register and track who's buying what, because that is one of the first steps is identifying who has what guns before they can start what is ultimately their dream of confiscation. What I want to talk about today is what could be one of the greatest threats to the Second Amendment and maybe all of our rights, and that is a central bank digital currency. So what is a central bank digital currency? Well, we have talked about, you know, Bitcoin and its importance on this podcast for being hard money, decentralized, uncontrolled, you know, unmanageable, that it can't be manipulated. It it is code. Well, a central bank digital currency is complete opposite. That is basically digitizing our dollar, removing cash from the system and Everybody is operating off of some form of digital currency. It, there's different talks about what it might be. It might be a stable coin that's currently out there like the US, USDC or, or something else that the government has. And, you know, that can be scary because what that can ultimately do is give them full control of your money. But people say, no, no, you know, that's not going to happen. We're not ever going to get away from money, cash, the dollar. Well, I just want to, these are some read from uh, the remarks from a Liang, who's the domestic, the undersecretary of domestic finance in the treasury department. And these were in a remarks that she gave on March 1st called next steps to the future of money and payments. So I'm just going to read just some snippets of different things she said in here. So she goes, CBDC, central bank digital currency, is one of several options for upgrading the legacy capabilities of central bank money. I know there's real-time payments. The Federal Reserve has indicated that it expects to launch the FedNow service this year, which will be designed to allow the near instantaneous retail payments on 24 by 7, 365 basis using the existing form of central bank money, central bank reserves, as an interbank settlement asset. In contrast, a CBDC would involve both a new form of central bank money, a new form, and potentially a new set of payment rails. Both real-time payment systems and CBDCs present opportunities to build a more efficient, competitive, and inclusive U.S. payment system. In the United States, policymakers are continuing to deliberate about whether to have a CBDC, and if so, in what form it would take. The Fed has also emphasized that it would only issue a CBDC with the support of the executive branch in Congress, and more broadly, the public. I'm not sure what that 
means. Even as policy deliberations continue, the Fed is conducting technology research and experimentation to inform design choices so that it's positioned to issue a CBDC if it were determined to be a national interest. She says retail CBC could contribute to a more competitive and innovative payment system, support financial inclusion, and help preserve the singleness of the currency. And she goes, in coming months, leaders from Treasury, the Federal Reserve, the White House offices, including the Council of Economic Advisors, National Economic Council, National Security Council, and the Office of Science and Technology Policy will begin to meet regularly to discuss a possible CBDC and other payment innovations. And then in conclusion, she says, in summary, U.S. policymakers are evaluating whether a U.S. CBDC is in the national interest. As part of this effort, Treasury is leading an interagency CBDC working group to support the Fed and develop recommendations related to policy objectives for which a broader administrative perspective is helpful. Global finance leadership, national security and privacy, illicit finance and inclusion. Even as these deliberations continue, we recognize the importance of helping to shape global CBDC outcomes by actively participating in global standard setting initiatives and by sharing technologies and technical expertise with other jurisdictions that are developing CBDCs. So if all these remarks that she's made, it tells you one thing, they're working on it. They're going to do it. They're going to create a CBDC. Now, what does that mean? Why? What's, what's the worry? Well, let's look at China. China has a CBDC. And if you don't behave, if your social credit score isn't well, they can just ding money from your account. You know, here's an, you know, and, and it's not beyond reason. If you go back to the, the Canadian protests, the truckers, that is what Canada did. They went to those truckers and locked them out of their bank accounts. The only way some of those truckers were able to even be able to do anything is some groups got together and started giving them Bitcoin. Now you're like, well, why, you know, you're a big fan of Bitcoin. Why aren't you a fan of, you know, this crypto digital dollar? And I, I'm I'm a fan of stable coins. Stable coins are fine, not as our as a centralized government controlled currency though. Coin. The benefits of Bitcoin is it's decentralized. There's no control. When we're talking about central, the key in that word is the central bank digital currency that is centralized, controlled by one group, the federal government. And if they don't like what you want to do. They can stop it. They can control your money. They will be able to, one, see, are you buying guns? Are you going in and buying guns? Who are you buying them from? Every transaction, everything you do will be tracked, and they can categorize it, and they can put you in groups. And if you don't behave, they can just cut you off. They can say, nope, you can't use your your money here anymore. Oh, you're going to have to sit out for a week and not buy groceries uh, because you've been a bad boy. The CBDC is something that we have to keep our eye on. And much like they're tracking with the credit cards, once they start tracking with our money, they can, one, know where the guns are, and two, prevent you from buying them, and three, come and get the ones that you have. This is, this is, we're on the precipice here of, of completely changing the way our economy works and the power of the government. Marjorie Taylor Greene made some controversial statements about, you know, a national divorce. And I don't, she wasn't talking about civil war, but what I do believe is that we have to get back to more of a federal system, meaning that everything comes back down to the states and very little control is done at the government. That is where 
where we have gone wrong. We have made the government too big. We've given it way too much power, more power than it was ever wanted. And then what they want now is they want more power. And they're going to keep going after it till they get it. And one of the, as I continue to always say in this podcast, the greatest threats to power is the armed citizenry. And until they can disarm us, they can't get all the power that they want. And how can they do that? A CBDC is going to be another mechanism for them to be able to do it. So keep this on your radar. Listen for stories. When you start hearing people talking about CBDCs and in the U.S., what does it mean? Listen up. Follow it. We'll be uh, giving you updates on where this is going, what a CBDC would look like here in the United States, because there has to be some definite controls placed around one. And to me, that's even, you know, somebody has to control the controls, ultimately. And who has that power? I don't know anybody that I would trust right now. Who would you trust with your money besides you? And that's what we're talking about. So keep it on your radar. Have a great weekend. Share this podcast. You know, let other people know. At least tell them, you, you know, what you're learning. And, you know, reach out to me. I'm lonely sometimes. I'm, you know, it's a hello. Is anybody listening? So, you know, send me a note, email. It's all my contacts in the show notes. Just let me know what your thoughts are. Argue with me. Disagree with me. I don't know. I just want to hear what your all thoughts are. Thank you and have a great day.